it burns so bright. <laughs> it burns my skin. Wait, are we recording? All right. Welcome to Rhythm and Pixels, a video game music podcast. This is Podcast World 23, Episode 8. That's 23-8. And we're your hosts. My name is Rob Nichols. And I'm a marked man, apparently. Holy cow. And uh, <laughs> every week we listen to great video game music from all consoles and all generations, from the past to the present. Um, and the future. And Jet Set Future. We oh, uh, we listen to all of it, and uh, yeah, we have a good time. Pernell, how have you been? How are you doing today? I know that uh, you had some back pain, but it, it went away. Honestly, it was just pain across the friggin' board, back, lungs, mm. throat. But yeah, it went away. Which I was talking to Mike about it, listener Mike, and um, we he suggested it was a, cell, a shellfish allergy, and I'm like, but that's impossible. I'm be. eating crabs I, all the time. If but, you ate it and went down your esophagus, and like maybe, I mean, maybe these, a, maybe a these crabs ate a, maybe ate something else, and you were allergic to what they ate. Which is, if that's the case, I officially now know there's something I am truly allergic to out in the world. Crab-ception. I just don't know what that is. Crabception. Crabception. Is yeah, what they, it is. Kick, they kick the crap out of me, but I was surprised come, uh, mm-hmm. it was like Tuesday night, as I was leading up to doing the SML podcast, in the midst of all the preparation and all that stuff, 10 o'clock came around, I logged on, and everybody started talking about, you know, how was your week, blah, blah, blah. And next thing I knew, I realized... I don't feel pain right now. I'm good. <laughs> I don't feel anything. <laughs> Which means this is working. This is good. So mm. I was very happy about that. So I've been pretty good ever since. Mm. But a coworker yesterday advised me to not like rush back to exercising just in case. He's like, just take another day or two just in case. I think that's wise so, too, yeah. So I took her advice on it. So this has been a whole week of me not exercising again. So woof the doogle. That's good. But that's good. um Yeah, but welcome gaming. to welcome to Rhythm and Pixels where we talk about our aches and pains. We're old, everybody. But now, nah, but I'm hoping to get back into. I want to start running and sprinting and trying to be a lively young gent, hopping over hurdles and saving turtles from you know frantic highways. And, you know, yeah, just being a hero in my own neighborhood. Yeah, I've been taking wanted- it easier this week. I just had a few, uh, a few light runs. You know, just a few miles here and there. So that was. I'm feeling a lot better. I think I needed to like catch up. Needed to catch up and like kind of recover a little bit more. I needed to eat a lot more too, so I've been focusing on eating more. What about mustard? Um, I put mustard on my sandwiches. And that's a good thing. But, and and um, little known fact cures everything. And that's not, only if it's spicy. Yeah. Otherwise, it's a, it's a and placebo. A high enough quantity. Uh-huh. <laughs> it cures placebo effect. Um, anyway, if you're listening to this show, um, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. No. Um, <laughs> this uh, this episode is live streamed, recorded like it's recorded over a live stream for our Patreon members. So you go to rhythm and uh, patreon.com slash rhythm and pixels, um, and any donation there gets you access to uh, these crazy shows once a month. Oh, Rob uh, found the shirt. Yeah, I found the shirt, man. It was I, I lost the link. We also have merchandise that used to be on our website, and it's not there anymore after I did the update. Probably because I thought there were too many links on our website, and I wanted to get rid of them all. Um, but I'll probably put it back. I'll put it back for now. Because the shirt is awesome. It's all right. I got some better ideas, though. I hope it involves Garbage Pail Kids. Well, I'm not a good um, artist. But But we know good artists. But we we can pay some people to do it. And we can convince John (laughs) Pound, the artist Mm. behind Garbage Pail Kids, that video game music is the bee's knees and 
also that I'm an obsessive Garbage Pail Kid fan. Maybe we can get custom Garbage Pail Kids made of the Rhythm and Pixels oh, kit. That would be yeah. awesome. Um, so, that, I'm sorry. I'm about to say that was my dream. That's always been my dream before I die. But he's probably going to die first is to get uh, an actual Garbage Pail Kit made of myself by John Pound. That would be yeah. the best thing ever to like exist a, in like this a reality. Pu- pukey, pukey Purnell. No, it would have to be something more to Purnell. Like, pixelated Purnell was always the one that seemed to make the most sense. Mm. And there was also one that a friend jokingly drew years ago called Percolating Purnell. Where I like I that like one. A, yeah, you're like a coffee coffee percolator? Yes. Yeah. I'm, pour, I'm pouring my face into a cup. I like that one a lot. Um, all right, before we get started, our, our last episode was called the Electric Boogaloo Appreciation Day. And we, have a, we have a few corrections. First of all, Electric Boogaloo Appreciation Day only falls on a Saturday. <laughs> and we released it on a Wednesday. Um, hey, he deserves more than one day. He deserves four. <laughs> and also, he wrote in, um, uh, uh, Hans Zimmer only did the main theme to Skylanders. He didn't do um, all of all of the tracks. The majority of the music in the game was composed by Lauren Balf with Andrew Kowczynski and Pete Adams doing additional compositions. So I had a feeling Hans Zimmer didn't do like the, the entire music to Skylanders. That would have been insane. Um but at the same time, I'm glad that he did write in to do that because that is that is key EB antics there. So and then, and one more clarification, which I'm I, I feel like he's the one to go to for this kind of like detail because I didn't know any of this. But uh, um, and that last track, which was a uh, a cut from um, a Sega remix album um, from Echo the Dolphin mm-hmm. uh, and the song Saint Gabriel's Mask, that was not Spencer Nielsen singing. That was mm. Gary Ciramarelli. Ciramarelli. Mm. Syrup Morelli. Syrup Morelli. Actually, that's a thought. Um, but I don't know how we pulled that off. Now, so I'm just saying, well, I'm looking at the thread here. There were a few things that came up. Uh, well, Wicked Sephiroth mentioned the bumper stickers idea for Rhythm and Pixels bumper stickers. Yeah. That, I would buy one. I would buy one of those. I think, I was, I'm thinking, like, uh, if we do bumper stickers, I'm thinking, like, the logo would be really small, and then it would just in big, bold letters, video game music. And you can just stick that on your car. <laughs> uh, but you can do it. You can keep it like a normal size, but then have like our pictures on the left and the right. And that fills out the entirety of the sticker. I'm thinking just like um, a really big one of just your face. And then you can put it on the driver's side. And then and then it's like you're driving with Purnell. HOV lane access. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, but um, so anyway, every month we do these live stream episodes. And our topic we send it out to our listeners and we send it out to our Patreon members and, and just to everybody. And our topic this week, or this month rather, is the sounds of summer, which we haven't even done for ourselves yet. Like summer sounds. Yeah, we will later, but had to get it in for these guys first because it just made sense. Like, yeah. w- this would be like a perfect June, well, July slash June. This is technically the June one, but it was a perfect June live stream topic. Mm. So we had to go with that first. Absolutely. Um, so... Uh, if uh, for next next month, if you uh, if you hear the topic and you want to get involved, you can just email us at rhythmandpixels at hotmail It's the hottest mail you'll ever find for a Spicy podcast. But ain't topping Mike's flaming curry apparently. <laughs> Not pretty, even close. It's pretty hot. That's a hot mail. <laughs> I'm a hot mail. You're a hot mail. This is the hot mail show. <laughs> I'm a spicy mail. This is late. <laughs> hey, the important part is you're trying. Um, anyway, also, so we uh, so we're gonna play some music. Um, uh, people have written in some testimonials um, with the tracks, a la the the um, uh, the now 
the the now gone um, podcast of well, my favorite podcast, the VGM Jukebox. Um, who would uh, they would only play music submitted to them and, and read their testimonials. And we also have a special quiz for Purnell. I don't and, like this. And for our listeners, it's very silly. Um, it's much more in Purnell's wheelhouse. It's not like name the Street Fighter move or or whatever. Hey, hey you say what you want for not being in my wheelhouse. I rock that mess. Yeah, and this one, this one, you're gonna have to use a little bit, bit more logic on this too. But I'll explain a little bit more. So halfway through the show, we'll get to that once we have a pretty good track picked out. But for now, we are gonna start with a pick from our listener and our friend Michael Bridgewater. This is background music six from the game Jurassic Park Two: The Chaos Continues. It's for the Nintendo Game Boy, and it's composed by Jonathan Dunn. So let's get bleepy, y'all. Those are words that I just said. <laughs> that, that's the bumper sticker. Get bleepy, y'all. No, it ain't. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> To background music six from the game Jurassic Park 2, The Chaos Continues, for the Nintendo Game Boy, composed by Jonathan Dunn. This opening's like sinister, you know? <laughs> I'm just laughing at the idea of the chaos continuing. I wasn't aware that it ever actually stopped. Though in reality, I guess <laughs> I it kind of did. Jurassic Park was never a, a premise that made a ton of sense to me. Like, more so the second movie. First movie, okay. It did some stuff. You know, science was profitable. Dinosaurs came back. Humans thought they could tell dinosaurs what to do, and they were told they were wrong. They were wrong. The dinosaurs um, said, no, man. No, we are freaking dinosaurs. Back the heck up. And then, after everyone escaped, and the dinosaurs kind of had their island to themselves, some <laughs> schmuck was like, no, we can salvage this. Let's try it again. Let's, let's run it back. Let's run it back. We can do this. And then uh, the painters were like, oh, yeah, well, let's... Did you hear what happened to the news bubbles? People got attacked by dinosaurs on that island? Yeah, I heard about that. Sounds terrible. 
They opened it back up. We hey, can try again. Let's get the family. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> uh, we, well, we have a uh, we have a, a testimonial from Michael Bridgewater. He says, um, "Jurassic Park 2: The Chaos Continues is hardly the most remarkable of Game Boy games, being a somewhat run-of-the-mill licensed title, but having a quick blast on it using my original uh, original chunky white DMG01. That's the the first run of Game Boys." Um, always takes me back to the to the family summer holidays I enjoyed on Spain's uh, Balearic Islands and Canary Islands in the 90s. Um, he says, and he goes on. Uh, my Game Boy was an utterly essential item on these holidays, as I always as I was always wanting to play games while lounging by the pool and waiting for meals to show up in restaurants. I remember those feelings. Um, on one of these holidays, I was allowed to visit a small video game store where I bought a dodgy 32-in-1 Game Boy games compilation. It turned out that most of the titles on the cart were duplicates. Uh, Jurassic Park 2 Chaos Continues was also listed as Archaeology 2 and Monster Park 2, Dinosaur (laughs) World, and Monster Zoo Part 2. I might have gotten a bit swindled, but the cart also had NBA Jam on it, and you can't go wrong with NBA Jam. I love this in-game tune by Jonathan Dunn for its lilting, possibly even Latin-tinged rhythmic drive. And it also draws heavily from the famous music of the game Cosmic Bakery, composed by Martin Galway. Dunn and Galway are known as classic Commodore 64 music composers. So all in all, this pick ties together a lot of things I love about video game music at large. So yeah, that's amazing. That's I love that story of the <laughs> of the 32-in-1 like like a uh, bootleg cart. I, I've, I've never seen one for for a Game Boy before, like in the wild. Out oh, here. they're out there. I've, I've seen them for a little bit of everything. Yeah. It's just a question of how reliable or how effective they were. Hmm. But I think Nintendo, the NES, is still the most prolific variant of those that I've seen. Yeah, I remember those, those those pretty well. I know there's a ton of Sega ones too, especially Master System stuff. But um, that, that's really interesting to make. Well, my first thought was like I, I was all prepared to go boom shaka lock, and then I just dropped the entire beat. <laughs> Like soon, he's got it. Once he's done, I'm a boom shakalaka this thing, and it's gonna be great. And then I was like, you know, oh, when I was bringing the volume down, you were gonna hit it. You were gonna hit me with it. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna hit you with it. <laughs> and I, and honestly, that's appreciated, Pilar. Don't be surprised if we do end up doing that since you actually offered it because those pictures are freaking fantastic. Oh wow, well, yeah, love them. yeah. We we um we we got the budget. We can do it. Um, <laughs> okay, Pernell, what's your first pick? Because I felt like I wanted to start with some good chip tunes and then we've got some excellent music on the list here so what you got well my pick is good but it sure as heck ain't chip but that's okay because it still does the trick is it from chips um, challenge <laughs> i wish it was a chip challenge mm. um this comes from listener cameron worma and it is from the game cool spot for the sega genesis and it is the beach stage theme and it was composed by tommy Tallarico. oh this is a I great don't... track this is a chip this is chip music come on no, it's not. Yeah, this is the YM2612. Yeah, but when I hear Chip, I don't think this sound, but I could be wrong. I may well be wrong, but I don't think Chippy Dippy when I hear this beat. Oh, man. All right, let's go. This is Cool Spot. I love Cool Spot. Big 7-Up yours.
you are listening to the beach theme from the game Cool Spot on the Sega Genesis, composed by Tommy Tallarico. This track plays across every level in the game that takes place on the beach stage theme style. Mm. And, the, and he's, so, a, he's a cool spot, and so he's always hanging out on the beach. Oh, the whole game is just oozing with that cool vibe. It's uh, It was a mascot game back then. For those who are too young to remember, 7-Up used to actually have a mascot. A very popular mascot that went by the name of Spot. There was more than one Spot. There was like hundreds of little buggers. But for the purpose of the game, you played as one specific one that wore shades. And his whole gimmick was he was trying to save his fellow Spot brethren from something. I don't even know what he was trying to save them from, but he was working on it, and he was getting it done. He was trying to um, save them from Sierra Mist. And the best part is he fought enemies with carbonation. That's right. Yeah, he shot people with bubbles. That's right. Got it in. And the bonus stage was you actually hopping off of bubbles inside of a giant can of 7-Up. Oh, I, I want to play it. this game again. It's, it's so a good one. Yeah, it's a cool one. Yeah, I like the, the animation's really smooth, too. Was this, on like this, a, was this on the SNES as well? Yes, it was. I though I'm in, This is one of those games where I'm of the ilk where the Genesis one was the preferred one for me, both in play and in like, using the controller and in the music. Yeah, that, that's just, all I had, too, so I just played played that a lot. That's one of the but, rental ones, too. I almost, had, I almost had Cool Spot on the rental episode on our uh, rental reminiscence. Re- rental, rental, what do we call rental it? Ref, rental Reflections. Reflections. The, the funny thing, though, is that Cameron submitted this track, and as much as I like this track, my first thought, I was sitting there like, man, I wish he submitted the track for the Behind the Wall music, because it's so good. Like, that was the one I always listened to as a kid. Like, I would go to those stage, that stage and just kind of let it run. Um, such a good OST, and it's a Tommy Tallarico piece. That's but right. before we forget, let's get this testimonial out for the masses to hear. So... When I saw the call to action for this episode, I immediately thought, whoa, I'm going to find a killer summer track. But then I started thinking about the topic, and I realized that I have a ton of nostalgia for games that I largely played in the summertime, and I realized it may make more sense to pick one of those games than the absolute best track that I could find. Beats of Music from Cool Spot on the Genesis was an easy pick in that regard. It's not an amazing track, but it perfectly epitomizes the summertime particularly to a beachgoer like myself, as well as my 7th grade gaming experience. And to clarify, I really do like the track. I like how it moves around and changes time and tempo, and that whistle (laughs) always makes me laugh anytime it's using a song. Seems to be yelling, Alright everybody, listen up! Drop what you're doing and fall in line! (laughs) I just find the ridiculousness of it to be hilarious. Anyways, thanks for playing the track, guys, and I hope everyone is being safe and having the best summer possible. Mm. That's Cameron Worma for you guys. Yeah. I like Cameron. Legit Jim. Uh, he's a good man. Yes, he is. Oh, he just showed up in the chat. <laughs> we summoned him. Yeah, if you play Cool Spot three times in the mirror, Cameron Worma shows up. <laughs> <laughs> and he rocks your face. Oh, boy. All right, our next track is coming from. It's gonna come from. He's like, I don't know, but I could know. I could know. Okay, it's coming from Wicked Sephiroth. This is from Final Fantasy XI Play Online. I don't know much about the game, don't know much about the composer. This track is called Filter Branch.
we're back. You're listening to Filter Branch from Final Fantasy XI Online. Play online. This was suggested by Wicked Sephiroth. This is a this is this is enormous. This this piece of music is enormous. I love it. I love everything about it. I love the speed. I love the drums. I love that piano solo. It's I think it's so worth noting. Up. I think I, I think this is worth noting because Wicked Sephiroth should totally hear this by virtue of the facts here. So. Rob and I usually go to our set, our shared document, and we bruise the tracks, and we pick our preferred tunes at our own leisure. Usually, it's kind of a thing where you just kind of like, you, when you have time, you go on, you boom, you grab them all when you got a chance, right at the same time, pretty much. Rob, unlike any other time we've done this, I go on and look. Rob only has one pick track that's opposed to none or all. He only had one chosen, and it was this one. So I was like, I'm not even going to bother listening to it. Rob yeah. snagged it quick. I got it right away. <laughs> He snatched it right up. All right, so Wicked Sephiroth has some information about us in his testimonial. He says, Anyone who has played Final Fantasy XI online will remember the Play Online Viewer, which is the launcher program that's used to start up the game. So while inputting credit card information, downloading and installing the latest patch updates, and impatiently waiting to log into the very special first online Final Fantasy game. So this is all music that was composed just for the game launcher. For all of like all of the, the extra content and stuff. So if you were to buy like I guess summons, I don't know how the game works. <laughs> all that goes in there. Um, that's pretty cool. Um, so thank you, Wicked Sephiroth. This like actually I had a few earmarked, but once I heard this track, I knew this had to be on the show. Yeah, you leapt on this bad boy. But now, Pernell, I have a question for you. I've played a little Final Fantasy Eleven, but not a ton. <laughs> um, no, this is a this is a much different question. This is about Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> He runs 68 miles per hour, but no, he doesn't. He yeah. runs way faster. His, his feet move at 174 beats per minute. No, so every time we play music from like a, a modern a 3D Sega Sonic title, you know the music so well, and it surprises me every time. I'm always Sonic, like, huh? like all the, the crazy lyrics and like the Crush 40 or whatever it's called, all that stuff. Like you're you're into it. You know all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I took some lyrics from some Sonic games. Oh, this is a challenge. And I took some lyrics from some classic R&B 80s and 90s jams. And you have to tell me which one are lyrics from a Sonic game and which one are lyrics from an R&B, ga- R&B song. You get extra Oops. points if you can tell me the song title. Well, I'm not going to be able to tell you the song title. Let's get that out of the way, but let's see how this plays okay. out. It starts easy. It starts easy. If you can just tell me, if, if you can just differentiate, that'd be amazing. But is, is there, right. we got about 13 here. Are you ready? Let's try. Let's see what how dangerous this it gets. It starts off super easy, okay? Must keep moving ahead. No time for guessing. Follow my plan instead. Oh, that's Sonic. That's the city escape. Yeah, that's Escape from the City. Yeah. From Sonic Adventure 2. Yeah. Simple, yeah. right? Yeah, but you know, I know how you get. It's going to get to something weird like pigs rolling around in mud. <laughs> All right, here we go. Baby never acts wild. Very low key on the profile. Catching feelings is a no. Let me tell you how it go. The sad part is that's R&B, but I've almost, I almost want to say it's a Knuckles track. Let's just go with R&B. You think it's a Knuckles track? No, I know it's R&B. It's got to be normal R&B. Yes, that was No Diggity by Blackstreet. <laughs> Got to bag it up. <laughs> All right, it's going to get harder now for now. I want to go somewhere that we can explore. Just take me away from here to somewhere that's nowhere near. That's Sonic. Yeah, that is from Sonic R, Back in Time. 
All right, right, good. You're three for three. I wouldn't have gotten the name of that track, though, because Sonic R is where I lose, I lose it a bit, or as good as that music is. All right. All that matters is that you treat me right. Give me all the things I need that money can't buy. Boom! That's dangerous. That could be a rouge track. Yep. I'm, I'll go with it. You think I'm going to go with it. I think it's rouge. A rouge track. Uh, you might know after the next lyric. Even if you were broke, my love don't cost a thing. That. Oh, that's real R&B. That's that, was R&B. Jennifer, that was J-Lo. Jennifer that's Lopez. Right. But honestly, you got to give me some credit there. I Technically, I still get it because you didn't outright end it. But... <laughs> but I couldn't I, like put like the I couldn't put like the name of the song like in the lyric, you know, that would have been totally good because I never knew right. much of the names of songs I actually listened to growing up. Alright, here we go. Oh, see, the thing is like a lot of these Sonic songs are kind of R and B songs already, so it's like yeah, I seriously go? thought that was like a rouge track because half of her things were like, <laughs> I like money, 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 buy it. Alright, here we go. There's the next one. Um uh, right. in this world, his world, nothing's forever. Sonic. You know the song already? Yeah, that's like that Shadows theme song. It's one of the shadow songs that most people like Shadows theme. But yeah, that's totally... No, no, oh, I'm sorry, that's Robotnik's theme, my bad. But it's Sonic. What's the name of the song? I don't know. I told you. I'm terrible with song names. I didn't even get the, I didn't even get the lyrics out. You got it. It was from Sonic the Hedgehog in 2006. See, I called. I got right. that, man. Here we go. What's the name of the song, though? Because you probably have it written, right? His World. Yeah, I was right. So it's Dr. Robotnik. I knew it. <laughs> okay. So many ways that you can try to forget. So many ways that you'll find wake up to regret. Sonic. It is, yeah. What, do you know the song? No, nope, but I think it was from Sonic R. No, nah, it was from Sonic and the Black Knight. Oh, well, I, I give myself credit for that thing because I never played Sonic and the Black Knight. <clears throat> but I still nailed it. Didn't you, though? I thought you did. I did. No, I've, I've only watched videos of Sonic and the Black Knight. I played Sonic and the Secret Rings, mm-hmm. and I loved it, unlike a lot of America. All right, man, you are you are five out of six. All right, the next one is, my days are cold without you, but I'm hurting while I'm with you. And R&B. My heart can take no more. I keep running back to you. <laughs> that's R&B despite the whole running back to you part. Do you know the, I know that's why I picked it. Do you know the song? No, unfortunately not. Oh, that's a classic. That's Ashanti running back to you. All right. Um, in the distance, I see the light of hope shining. Can't give in or we'll lose it all. No surrendering. We will carry on fighting. That has to be a Sonic track. Yeah, it sounds too Sonic-y. That is from Sonic Forces. Another one I haven't played. I have it downstairs, but I'm like, don't start it because I hear it's atrocious. But I bought it because there's one level's theme that was so good. I was like, I want to hear it in the game at some point. Mm. So, All right. Uh, I'm not always there when you call, but I'm always on time. And I gave you I, I gave you my all. Now, baby, be mine. Real song. That's R&B. Yeah, that is Always on Time by Ja Rule. <laughs> I think it's amazing how, like, I, again, like, I don't know the names of these songs, but I could just tell. I just thought it'd be fine. I mean, like, you, you can No, 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 I think it's great. I'm I, just I amazed. Almost, I almost, like, tried to write my own lyrics, and, but then I was like, you know, let's try to mix it up. All right, here's the next one. Actually, what probably would have worked was, like, if I could find some, like, emo music. Sorry, this is the curve, Pernell. You got it wrong. It's from Curve. All right, when I was led to you, I knew you were the one for me. I swear the whole world could feel my heartbeat. I think that's R&B. That could be Sonic, but I think it's R&B. Oh, that's right. That is Sade. <laughs> Sade! Yeah, love me some Sade. Come on. There we go. Um, I'm running really fast. Step back and watch me pass. Doing my best to stay ahead of you. Won't let you catch me. Not going to pass me. 
because I think I know a trick or two. That should be Sonic, but watch you be like, no, actually, this is from No Diggity 2. <laughs> no Diggity Part 2. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely no digging. That was that was uh, Blackstreet Forces. <laughs> that was Blackstreet Forces, so that's an R&B? No, no, this is Race to Win, Sonic Rivals 2. I was about to say, don't scare me like that, No, no, man. I thought, because you said it was like, no diggity forces. <laughs> oh, gotcha, Black Street Forces. It's Ja Rule on the Black Knight. Um, <laughs> I would play that game. <laughs> all right, here we go. Uh, you got me twisted thinking about all the things used to be when it was you and me. I was That's so free. R&B. I've heard that song. I don't remember the damn name oh, of it, but it's definitely R&B. Yeah, that was uh, Twisted by Keith Sweat. See, if this doesn't prove that I don't know song names, nothing will. Because you said, like, four lyrics that had song names you in knew them. It. Yeah, I'm yeah. still like, I know this is R&B, some of them I've heard in the past, but I don't know the name of the song. Um, not a day goes by without you, the queen of my heart. I'll stand alone however long it takes. That sounds Sonic-y. Wow, you're so good. Yeah, that was worth the chance, Sonic in the Secret Rings. Boom! By Keith Sweat. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, man. That, that is sweat. 12 out of 13. Can't complain about that. So, and yeah. for the record, there's no answer key here. I was surprised by the topic of the quiz and everything. No prep time. No prep time. I just surprised Pranel with it because I thought it would be really funny. Oh, um, mission accomplished. I certainly laughed. But at the same time, you couldn't hear me laugh because when I get quizzed up, I get to start concentrating. I have no choice. I have now, to next, concentrate. next month's show, the quiz is going to be by Chris Murray. Oh, mercy. I'm pretty sure we didn't do his quiz yet. Do you, did you remember what it was? I know it was an ease-based one. Oh, maybe we did do it. No, I, I didn't do it, but I know he was doing an ease-based quiz, yeah, but we never yeah. did it. I, I think you might enjoy it. <laughs> might enjoy like, that one a little bit more. How many power-ups does Adol get throughout the course of Ease 2? Trick question! He never powers up. He just levels up. <laughs> that would be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> some, I can see someone pulled that mess, though. Oh, no way. Actually, guys, there's a distinct difference between leveling up and powering up. See, nah, leveling actually. up involves specific stats. Actually, I'm joking because I would say some mess like that. <laughs> That's what I would say. <laughs> okay. All right. So we are on to your next uh, pick. What you got? Let's see here. What do I got in the old groove coaster here? I know. How about a Jimmy Jimmy Jam? That Jimmy Jam being from... <laughs> Boop a doop boo doo. Hammock! Oh. I had to. I had to. Hammock jam. That's right. I could not for the life of me find the composer of this mess. Because I guess there's just so many games from this series that they just stopped keeping track. Mm. But this is the summer farm theme from the game Harvest Moon Save the Homeland. I believe it was on the PlayStation 2. And it was composed by some person behind an instrument. Now behind every instrument. Every instrument. Some sort of synthesizer. <laughs>
You're listening to the summer farm theme from Harvest Moon. Save the homeland. Don't know who composed it, but we know who submitted. It was Hammer. <laughs> He's a wonderful gent. Um, I. Oh my god, I was singing something weird about this. This song just sounds so whimsical and fun. It broke out in the song. I couldn't help it. It's just so good. This was a worthy submission and a fantastic pick. I could not deny this track entry. I, I love it too. We should say uh, a Hammock is the host of KVGM The Last Wave, a super chill video game music podcast. Mm-hmm. And this track could have totally fitting on that show too, I think. But let's talk about what Hammock had to say about this track. He said, nothing says summer quite like a stroll through the farm hand in hand with that special someone in your life. <laughs> this track is straight out of a 90s PBS love story. Oh my God, I can't. Full of the tenderness and innocence you've come to expect from the Harvest Moon franchise. The checkered blanket is spread, picnic basket packed, organic goodies. <laughs> and the intuitive in-game romance system, one option away from true love. And for the record, if your one option is wrong, you reload and try again. Cause screw screwing that up. I ain't got time. Love is love has to happen on every play run. It makes me think too, like uh, like Pilar mentioned a uh, mentioning of the classic Harvest movie she said before. It is now known as Story of Seasons. I can't. Someone had give me a cool lore update on that game. I can't remember what they said, but. Either, I can't remember whether it was just through like the transfer of the franchise that they changed the name, or if it was always Story of Seasons in Japan or something. But oh, um, um I, but it was something weird. Like it was some bizarrely convoluted history that led to it becoming Story of Seasons, and yeah, it was I, shocking to learn. I don't know. I really don't know. But, like it makes me wonder now because like Harvest Moon as a franchise has always been one that had a weird place for me where in that I, I skipped the SNES games I thought it was overrated because back then I was younger and I was like what the, who the heck wants to play a game about farming that just sounds dumb so I just immediately skipped it and then the next game that came out was Harvest Moon Game Boy mm. and um or Game Boy I skipped that one too but then Game Boy Colors version came out and back at that point I was just buying every game I could afford because that was I'd hit that point of like over game consumption um so I bought it just to see what all the fuss was about and became addicted to it on the bus rides to work every day. And then from there was that and Harvest Moon 64. And then I just kind of fell off of a cliff. And I only pick them up once in the blue moon like by playing games like Rune Factory 1 and 4. Mm-hmm. But there's something about that general loop, which they use in every game pretty much, of you come to a dilapidated farm or a town that's struggling and the only way to save it is by selling crops for money. Um, but you always go through the same process of learning what farming is, raising the cheapest of crops to get some cash, meeting the villagers, meeting one of eight like suitable like potential like you know bachelorettes, and then wooing them at the county fair. Also, garden gnomes. But it's just a fantastic franchise just to kick back and relax to, despite the fact that they do have you know there are conditions that you're trying to fulfill, there are stakes every once in a while. It's still just relaxing to play. And this music is a really good accommodation or accompaniment to that well, feeling the, and experience. The game in Japan is called Farm Story or Ranch Story. Ranch Story. I know that much. It's like Bokujo Monogatari or something like that. And then... Mm-hmm. Um, Dressing. Uh, and then when it was yeah acquired by that other company, they released it internationally as the Story of Seasons. 
but ah. uh, the extra I got some extra information on Wikipedia. The harvest moon is the full moon closest to the autumnal equinox. Uh-huh. I don't think that's about the game, though. And it looks like Pylar has some input on that, too. She said, end of contract issues, but also has something to do with creative differences between Natsume and the original Japanese developer. And she says she would suggest a video by Gamelin that explains how Harvest Moon Story sees and also a Silicon Era article that brings up the topic, too. So there is detailed oh, information yeah. out there. Should we decide to dive in deep for the youngins? Also, I, th- young. I think that if you're playing through the game and you make some wrong decisions and ruin your character's love life, you should own those decisions. No, you shouldn't. No. You, you gotta own those decisions in real life. To heck with that. In a game, love happens. In real life, you can suffer. But in the game world, nah, nah, that's what resets are for. No, I got time for that. No, man. Art imitates life. I don't want it to. Life is rough. <laughs> <laughs> I want art to be enjoyable. Oh. It's like, hey, girl. Um, how you doing? My name is Purnell. Would you like to go to the fair with me? Ew, yeah, no! Tick, 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 tick. Would you like to go to... Tick, 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 tick. Turns the, out I'm the not fair. wearing the... fair, No. <laughs> no, it turns out I'm not wearing the right shirt. But in the game, I can just change <laughs> shirts and then try again. Whereas in real life, it's like, ugh! What was wrong? What's going on? I don't know what happened. They gotta go through the process of thinking about it or just move on. But at the end of the day, I'd rather just reset and try again until I get it uh, right. I, yeah, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. I mean, yeah. did I go back through Persona 3 through the social links and like be like, yeah, I can make sure that this guy's a, you know, a player. <laughs> Essentially. Oh, God, Persona 5. I love what they did with that in that game. So, uh, like, that was one thing I used to kind of hate about those games, how you could, like, get oh, in a relationship yeah. with all the different girls for the purpose of getting the stat bumps, which basically kind of made you like a oh, hyper Casanova. But in Persona 5, they actually had an ending that related to what would happen if you did that. Oh. Where all of them would find out you were two timing them on Valentine's <laughs> Day and mess you up. It was oh. perfect. Man, I still gotta play Persona Five. It's such a good game. I'll, I'll finish. I, I'll finish Bloodstained, and and I've been hankering for some RPG. I well, feel just like play I, through Royal though, because otherwise you're kind of kicking yourself. I mean, the Royal's the expensive one now. I could get the cheap one. Yeah, but you're missing out on delicious story content. Really? Yes. But 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 you played the original, right? And I want to play the other one. The, the problem is... You seem fulfilled. It, I was fulfilled, but if Your the other version exists... full of Persona 5 goodness. It was! But if the option to get the full experience exists, yeah. and I haven't invested the 100 hours yet, I'm going to go for the other version of it, so I don't have to regret not having experienced it before. <laughs> all right. All right. Maybe I will. Maybe I will. You should dive deep I once, man. You, you you buy a full price game like once a millennium. Just do it one it's time. True. It's true. Okay, okay. He's not gonna do it full. I'm not gonna. <laughs> He's not gonna do it. <laughs> I might. I might. I just. I need. I need like. I need like a like like a, like a, a game loop to kind of pull me in. You know. Persona, I think, I think is that loop though. Yeah, Final Fantasy X did that for me. Like I just. I felt like I needed to like, like I don't know, put my brain somewhere safe, and so I played that again until I didn't want to anymore. So maybe I'll, I'll do that with this. Yeah, you should. <laughs> don't pump fake the audience here. You gotta you know what? do it. I don't, I don't like where this is going. Let's change the subject. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna listen to our next track. This is called Floral Fury from the game Cuphead, composed by Christopher Madigan. And this was suggested by our Patreon member and uh, fan, uh, that Nick Walker. I keep saying fan. Like, Which Nick Walker? The, the listener, Nick Walker. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, you. <laughs> Thank you very much.
That was Floral Fury from the game Cuphead, composed by Christopher Madigan, and that was suggested by our listener and Patreon member, That Nick Walker. He says, Hi guys, I'm sending this from work, so I can't type a big testimonial, but I wanted to share this absolute romp of a song from the Cuphead soundtrack. This tune makes me want to dance in the streets of Carnival or bask in the sun, so I knew it would be appropriate for the, this month's theme. And he ain't lying. That is perfect. I, I love I love that style, man. It was very, very uh, got me got me dancing. You know, got me wanting to do like a was, salsa kind of. I was say it's a rumba. It's a very rumba, rumba sound. Ah, oh, it's fun. That's a good one. Um, yeah. So thank you very much, that Nick Walker. <laughs> Which Nick Walker? I, I, I love doing that it. One, be, that one. That one. That it's one a really. dead joke, and I'm gonna keep telling it. Beat that horse. <laughs> That's right. With a passion. Oh man. So it plays like Contra, right? Like it's like a hardcore like Contra style. Yes, it's like it's like a Contra music. It's more of a treasure style variant of a oh, Contra game okay, because okay. there are a few running gun stages, but the majority of the game's focus lies on boss battles. Right. Usually multi-stage boss battles. Like, and a, like Gunstar the, Heroes. Yeah. Yeah. And the the difficulty ramps up quite a bit. Okay. Um, you can play it on an easier difficulty, but I definitely don't recommend it, even if you're just getting started, because by the way the game is designed, if you get to the end of the game on the easy difficulty, it locks you out of the final boss until you beat the bosses on the normal difficulty. So you're basically learning the bosses twice by doing it that way, which to me is like, why bother? We can just learn them, at, learn them immediately and be done with it. Um, and I say this as a guy who definitely gets his butt handed to him by certain bosses, most particularly the honeybee boss. Hate the honeybee boss. Um, there's the other thing about the game that's amazing. For as hard as the bosses are, they're all themed after like generally, you know, benign enemies, like clowns. Well, I guess any clowns are pretty scary, but like uh, Gingerbread House, and I said a honeybee, and a mermaid, a moon. Like, but they're all like crazy enemies that you would expect to be like angry and drunk at a bar <laughs> breaking into a fight with you over lost money or something. But I, I adore the Cuphead game, and, Cam, and Cameron Worma made it interesting. He's like, the only time we ever, I, ever, I ever played the game is when we played it together. And I totally remember that. That was a lot of fun. Because that was back when I I wasn't too good at it, because it had just come out and I was still learning the rules behind it. But I was using the time with them, all those guys up there, and you, to like, to like okay, this is a good opportunity to try to learn the game while I'm playing with new people. And it was like, just having fun. and like. But apparently it was like, oh, this guy's really good. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm just having fun like everybody else. <laughs> I'm struggling. I'm you've, got, you've got you've got reflexes, man. Like, uh, don't deny it. Oh, I'm not gonna deny that. Yeah. I just, I mean, I'm no, I'm no, I'm no Dan Louton or anything though. That guy is a mon, a reflex monster. Yeah, yeah. Dan, Dan Louton's got the skills that pays the time, tack bills. <laughs> All right, Pernell, what's your final pick? All right, so my final track from the game, from the. From this episode is going to come from listener Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, kind of cheating. He just had a whole episode, but what are you going to do? He sent a good track in. Yeah, you want to fight about um, it? <laughs> a big whoop water fight about it. Um, 
This comes from a game I'd actually never heard of until he submitted the track. It's called Sega Water Ski, which I guess may be that arcade game where they kind of had like the jet sprays I heard people talk about. Um, maybe. But, but this track is titled Beginner Course. Oh. And it's composed by Tetsuya Kawachi. No, this one. Um, do you remember um, Alpine Racer? Yes. It's a lot like that. It's not like a jet ski. It's like water skiing. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's kind of cool. I'll play it. Yeah, I, I would. I would play that too. Any of those weird, those weird games that came out like in the early two thousands, like Top Skater. Remember that? No, that one I enjoyed quite a bit. That, that and Prop cool. Cycle, I liked a lot. Prop Cycle. Prop Cycle. <sighs> we need that in this day and age, actually. Yeah, that was a workout, man. That was rough. And there weren't even any enemies. You solely roll around popping balloons. But it was such fun. Mm. Anyway, let's listen you, to Water Ski. I think about it. What? It just hit me. We have, what is that? The Peloton bike. All these like high-tech home bicycle systems. Right. No one ported prop oh, cycles oh, oh, to oh, it. No, no. Okay, I got advertised on Facebook for a thing. It's advertised as a game. It's like a board. It's like a, one of those balance boards that you stand on. Except uh-huh. that you're meant to do... Um, a plank on it and then on it is like a screen and you play different games like balancing on the plank so oh, you I work about you work that. your core and i was like that looks interesting it seems very specific i could imagine some people getting sent to the hospital over that game <laughs> <laughs> all right here we go let's listen to sega water ski Beginner Course Jam from Sega Water Ski from the arcade. I was going to say Sega Arcade. Composed by Setsuya Kawachi. And I I could not resist this track. I bopped to it multiple times at work while listening when I was like doing the checks for which ones we were going to pick for the episode. Mm. I would have been, I would have felt terrible for not choosing this track. But I originally was at one point thinking I can't choose a track by EP. He just had a whole episode devoted to him. And I was still there. I was like, you know, good music is good music. I can't deny this man his due. So deny, I shan't. Um, but what is his testimony for this majestic piece? 
Well, here you be. Nothing encapsulates summer better than this 1997 Sega AM1 arcade water skiing game. Choose from one of four skiers and ride one of three tracks and you use these giant foot pedals to pass the boys and make spectacular tricks. All bolstered by the fantastic Model 2 graphics and a wonderfully cheerful and upbeat soundtrack by House of the Dead composer Tasuya Kawauchi. If you ever get a chance to find this in the wild, you should definitely give it a try. Mm. This would be this would be one of those hard ones to find in the wild because it's just a, these games like there's no way to make a small version of these games. They're just enormous. If I were to take a guess at one last bastion where it would exist, it would probably be that weird Dave and Buster's in Seattle or Sega Gameworks that was in Seattle. Oh, really? Um, they still have one out there. Whether it's there now, I don't know. But like Mike and I went there in like 2009, and they had it as the only place I've ever seen an F Zero cabinet. Oh wow! Um, they had some unexpected titles in that arcade. It was fantastic, mm-hmm. and uh, that's why I was also surprised to learn the F Zero cabinet had like wind jets that would just blast at you while you were driving the car. Um, I've seen something similar. There, we went to um, a laser tag place like two or three years ago for one of my nephew's birthdays. Um, it was somewhere somewhere out in PA, like some like middle of nowhere PA. This huge laser tag place, and they had a little arcade, hmm. and they had this. Um, it was like a, I think it was. From like one of those raw thrills themes, but it was like it was like a jet ski game, but it had these 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 air blasters that just shot you in the face, and it was nice because <laughs> ah. we were running around like crazy playing laser tag, and we'd be funny, all hot. I mean, one random statement. I actually befriended somebody who worked on raw thrills games. Oh really? Oh yeah, through the Hayport Player days, she actually worked for the company. That she actually worked for Raw Thrills. Oh wow! There's um in the in the DDR community, the people who are like buying up machines and pads and stuff. Um, Raw Thrills actually created some DDR cabinets, like in the like the the mid 2010s or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they are not good, apparently. <laughs> they're, ma- they're they're partly made of wood and they fall apart really fast. <laughs> they're made of wood, like I spelled lumberjack. Yeah, it's like it looks metal, but then like it's just not not any it's, good. It's more like country. Yeah, it takes a lot of modifications. Uh, so I love how you, you I totally missed the joke. I kid. I did. I totally did miss the joke. <laughs> it's like a little. It's a little. You think it looks a little metal, but it's more country. Really. Well, we're getting to the time of the show where I am losing my mind. <laughs> <laughs> so I am beginning tired. We're sleeping. getting old, Robamon. We're getting Robula. Getting oldula. Getting no. Old. <laughs> It's exactly just like that. Just like that. All right, we're gonna um, pull this track down. This 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 rad, this radical track, and we're gonna get into the bonus round. Bonus round. Bonus round. Bonus round. I'm done. I'm totally done. All right, the bonus round. You probably had like coffee and beer. Am I right? Oh, I have. I've had no. I've, well, I've had beer and water. I had coffee earlier today. But. Okay, well, all, right, all right. I'm like, you are like on fire, <laughs> and I am underwater. <laughs> all right. Uh, the bonus round is where we play covers and remixes and arrangements on our theme, and our theme is the sounds of summer. And my track came from a new listener, or at least a a, a, a new t- uh, new track suggest suggester suggestion writer. Um, he wrote a, a writer. He wrote us a really nice email um, about listening to our show and and what it means to him. And I I really appreciated it. And at the bottom, he had a whole bunch of suggestions. 
And one of them was from uh, a cover band I really like, the Mariachi Entertainment System. And this is their cover of Dragon Roost Island from Zelda Wind Waker. And this was suggested by Cam Leonard. Dragon Roost Island from Zelda Wind Waker. And that was arranged and performed by the Mariachi Entertainment System. And that was suggested by our listener, Cam Leonard. Thank you very, very much for suggesting this track and thank you for your email. And um, yeah, any, any, any chance I get, I get to, to put this, <laughs> this band on the show. I love it. I love it. Oddly enough, this track, I mean, it's obviously kind of like biting on the nose considering the name of the track, but or the or the cover artist, but it reminds me of uh, the Mariachi Madness stage from the Rayman Legends game, which it should, I guess, because the same style of music. Yeah, but it just is very it's very similar to that. I love it. I loved it. That's it made brilliant. me dance in my seat. Yeah, it's just I love the rhythm of it. I love the the horns. I feel like um, Zelda music and Mar- the Mariachi style. It's like perfect. It just fits really really well. Oh yeah. In that case, then definitely check out that OST when you get a chance. I think you'll probably gravitate well towards it. But like, honestly, as far as the listener submission goes, also hopefully write us some more. Actually, just chat about how you're doing them and stuff like that. Because again, it was a nice letter to get from you. And again, bro, put a smile on my face. It's been a hectic two weeks for me. So oh, that's true. Yeah, seeing that has been like, wow, that's nice. Because it's been 
it's been weird a combination of like you know work madness race relation madness mm-hmm. beer madness <laughs> beer. crazy crazy esophagus swelling and back spraining madness it's just been all over the place yeah. and that letter did a great job for helping to bring it the tension down a bit yeah we could always we could always use a little positivity here and there here here to it's that. always nice when it's a surprise but we try to give it when we can too so yeah. hopefully we help all right, so what's your next uh, pick? So my final track comes from um, listener and friend and individual person type individual human person. <laughs> you are. <laughs> Stop stalling for now. <laughs> I'm teasing. I'm teasing. Like a scroll um, through his phone. Um, my no, friend's I, name I, is. I knew this guy. <laughs> I know it. Listener Michael Myers submitted from. Artist the One Ups, and this is a cover of the Koopa Beach theme from Super Mario Kart. Hopefully, you enjoy all of it. I love the One Ups, so let's go.
Welcome back. <laughs> you just listened to the Koopa Beach theme from Super Mario Kart done up in style by the one-ups, Mustin and the gang. And we were thinking about that. We got to get his behind back on the show again. He's, he's a genuinely fun, friendly cat. Um, but this track, honestly, definitely was a good, a good example of what I would perceive to be summertime jams. Could not deny or turn this away when Mike submitted it. But his testimonial, let's get this bad boy done. It's a pretty quick one. Back in high school, I would spend hours in the time trial mode with Bowser's cart, perfecting my power slides around Koopa Beach. Boom! I told you it was quick. (laughs) You were like, what? Done! But yeah, that's pretty much short and sweet and to the point. I love it. I love uh, classic uh, Mario Kart. I I love it so much. I miss the feather. Though I guess they did some... I feel like they brought the feather back (laughs) recently, though. I gotta double check. It's been a while since I've played Mario Kart 8, but I feel like they brought the feather back. It's still but fun though. Like even though it's so different now, and they've added so much stuff, and it's 3D. Like oh, it's better now. It's like, still I, so much fun. Yeah, like honestly, the the last one they did is their best one by far. Like oh, they yeah. added stuff, but it all fits together so well. Like it doesn't feel convoluted mm-hmm. or complicated. It's a very straightforward game. You bump into stuff when you're upside down. Don't bump into stuff when you're not. <laughs> and drift. Yeah. That's the game. Drift everywhere. That's right. I know we and played uh, we played that a lot at the beach two years ago. Two years ago, yeah, two years ago with my my family and my uh, my nieces, and we had a really good time. And you know, they could turn, they could they could break, but they could not drift. And that's what got them beat every match. Yeah. Then I was like, without right. drifting, you can't play. <laughs> At least well, my experience. Well, for more information on the bonus round part of our show, go to rhythmandpixels.com. We'll have links to their band camps and SoundClouds and everywhere where you can go buy the music and support these artists. Well, thanks for joining us on uh, Rhythm and Pixels, episode 23-8, The Sounds of Summer, our Patreon live-streamed episode. And in the background, you are listening to the song Fresh Melon from the game Super Fantasy Zone. Um, And this one was suggested by Dust Dude. And he says, uh, The Fresh Melon from Super Fantasy Zone is about as far from Sunsoft Rock that Kodaka is famous for as they can get. It has a very fun, bouncy, summery sound. And for um, a southern, uh, oh, southern, southern boy, southern boy like me, uh, very little says summer like a big bowl of fresh watermelon or cantaloupe. Me too. I mean, we're we're further way further north, so um, I love fresh watermelon. I'm growing it uh, right now, actually. Um, and thanks for helping to keep our spirits up as this crazy year moves on into summer. Uh, you're very welcome. That's what it's we much do. Of, it's fun. We it, honestly. If it helps even one person, yeah, I think we're doing what we should be doing. Yeah, it's good for us. Like you mentioned um, last week, how the doing the show like kind of raises your spirits. It and, very much yeah. does, and it does it, for me too. It really does. It helps. It kind of gets my mind off of other stuff, and I like the process. And I like hanging out with you, so it's yeah. good. Yeah. Honestly, I'm good for doing it. Like it's just something that needs to be like. It needs to be done. It serves a purpose. We have fun while we're serving that purpose. Mm-hmm. What's not to want? More melon. More watermelon. <laughs> Good point. I would want uh, some friggin' so melon. I've got three three watermelon right now that are like about the size of golf balls. And they're going to be about the size of like small soccer balls. 
I'm How really long does it excited. take to get to that point? I don't know. It's gonna take some time. Like, uh, but um, we've we've grown like so much cucumber and squash and green beans right now. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited to to see some melon. It looks it, it looks amazing. Uh, so we just we gotta protect it from the birds. Is what we gotta do. I wish I had that experience with my my backyard growth. I tried to grow those peppers that I got sent in the mail, mm-hmm. and while the one got ravaged that very first day, the other pepper plant never died. It's just sitting in the ground, but it doesn't grow. It just mm. sits there, and it's, it's the same state it was when I first bought it. I tried to cut a bunch of branches back, but they grew back so fast that like I didn't even notice they started blocking the sun again. <laughs> so and you kind of hope that like it would it would it would force more energy into the fruit into the blossoms. I was hoping, and yet it did nothing. It's just just sad-looking pepper plants. Like, I would love to grow some bulbs, but no. Uh, well, that's too bad. As I know but that you want some hot peppers. I just want to feel like I grew a plant. But I'll try again next summer, most likely. We'll see if I, how I do then. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I can get like a later sprout and try one more time before yeah. summer's truly over. You can get some stuff started indoors, too. I guess that's true. I can try. I didn't know you could grow fruits or vegetables indoors, but... Yeah, you gotta, it. It's got to get a lot of sun, though, so um, you at least get the, the little seedlings started. But anyway, this is uh, the Rhythm and Pixels Gardening Hour. That's and, right. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm proud of our garden. We put a lot of work into it. We get we get a lot of sun in our, in our yard, so it's, it's uh, we had a, we've had a lot of time to, to work in it. It's been nice. Um, but anyway, if, uh, if you like the show and if you'd like to get in contact with us, the best way to do that is to send us an email. Rhythmandpixels at hotmail.com. And if you'd like more information about our show, a full track listing from all of our episodes, access to all of our episodes, um, yeah, all that cool stuff, check out the website. Rhythmandpixels.com. And linked on the website is a link to our Discord server. You can check that out. We have a lot of discussion, a lot of Discord happening in Discord <laughs> there. Um, and uh, also linked there is our YouTube page. It's youtube.com slash rhythmandpixels. There we have a 24-7 a radio stream playing nothing but 8-bit and 16-bit classics and deep cuts and for certain tiers of our patreon you get little shout outs and little uh special messages on rotation on the radio station um and if you like to see us on facebook and twitter and instagram it's rhythm and pixels all one word and facebook we have a little group called the rhythm and pixels chat you can join that and that's a lot of fun a lot of dialogue happening there a lot more, a lot more happening on facebook actually the general interaction like it's just easy for yeah. me to just like pop in there see people gabbing and then gabbing along alongside them because it's just fun yeah talk yeah. about what games we're playing music you like all that good stuff yeah, we, talk, we talk a lot about, about the games that we're playing which is which is really cool and uh oh and um if you'd like to support the show you know tell your friends tell your family you know like I, we've said it before we've said it again you know if they ask you to stop telling them about the show that that means that they want to know more about it that's right. Keep it on them. Lay it on real thick. Real thick. Real thick. Um, like, just send them Like links. marmalade. Yeah. You know. <laughs> like marmalade. That's right. Like big, big chunks of podcast. Like, just... <laughs> just heaping dollops. Um, you can also support us by going... Excuse me. You can also support us by going no, to... Also by doing this. By doing... By, uh, by sharing. <laughs> 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 no, you go to uh, rhythmandpixels.com. No, wait. No, you go to patreon.com slash rhythmandpixels. So you can help us out there. Um, there you get uh, access. By being a member, you get access to a prequel episode every week. Um, these live-streamed episodes every month where you can hang out with us as we record the show. 
Um, you also uh, get access to cool Discord server roles, which are just neat colors. I think they're all hot pink because that's my favorite color. And oh, hot pink. <laughs> hot pink. And um, yeah, and you can also uh, get little shout outs and special messages on our radio station on rotation that's, all, that's on all day long. And we'd like to thank our Patreon members at the end of every episode. Uh, that Nick Walker, The Last Weekend, Mike Myers, Sonic Medley, Taco, Harold Howard, Dave Taylor, Reinhardt Zelkova, Andreas Merlberg, uh, Dan Loughton. Thank you very much for the message, Dan Loughton. I appreciate it. Uh, Phantom Jest, Steve Miller, The Autistic Gamer 89, Cameron Worma, Christopher Shenstrom, Bobby Arson from 1UP Funk, Wicked Sephiroth, Carlos, Kung Fu Carlito from the Heroes 3 podcast, Michael Bridgewater from the Forever Sound version VGM podcast, and Brian Pitt. So thank you all very much for your continued support of your show, of our show. And uh, yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Thank you all very much. Thanks for being star, star shining, folks. Yeah, um, it means a lot to us. Honestly, I ramble and I gibble, gabble a lot about stuff, but I have—I can definitely wholeheartedly second what Rob just said. It truly means a lot. Um, this show—it's—it's what—it's become an unexpected linchpin in my in my week. Like it's something that I look forward to every week, and I look forward to chatting with everybody, whether it be through Discord or through Rhythm and Pixels chat. Like, Rob can attest, like, we'll be hanging out doing normal stuff, and I'm like, we gotta talk about the fans! We gotta talk about such and such, you just said such and such on the Discord! Uh, it's just fun. And everyone's so wonderful. It's a nice feeling. So, thank you guys for being awesome and hanging out with us every week. Whether it be on this live stream, or in Rhythm Pistol Chat, or the Discord, or in the Great Ether itself. Thanks. Also, sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, thanks to everyone for listening. My name is Rob Nichols. Yeah, you. I'm Pernell. <laughs> that was that planned? That was not planned. Like, oh, my gosh. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Have a safe week. We appreciate it. And remember, summertime is in full effect. Unfortunately, COVID is also in full effect. But that does not mean that your summer has to suffer for it. Get out there, get some sunshine, lollipops, rainbows, and everything. Get out there and enjoy yourselves. Um, hang out with friends, obviously, through the usual means of distancing and the like. But hang out with your friends still. Have a picnic. Get your Nintendo Switch out there while you do it. I mean, depending on the environment, you can even get rid of the stupid glare. Um, just ultimately, just because the situation is as it is, don't let that crush your summer. Make this summer as special as it would have been any other way any other day and if you need a little help yo pals robin Purnell will talk to you over the ethernets and ramble some sweet ditties of friendship and good times mm. so let's get this thing done have a great time let's get this party started right <laughs> let's get this party started Started. adequately <laughs> at a good time at a very sweet pace <laughs> <laughs>